Hello. Hello! I'm Jack. And I'm Joel. And this is Jack and Joel Talks episode four. 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 Four episodes in already. We are. It's How an exciting week because through two days ago, we just released our first single. Our first single. It's a huge milestone for us. From the I was gonna start, say, it's a huge song. It's a huge it's a, song. It's a banger. We're making noise, <laughs> dropping that first record. What are you saying? Oh, but, dear. <laughs> oh dear. But anyway, it's it's a huge milestone for us, really, because you know it's something that we've been wanting to do for absolutely ages now, and we've actually been sitting on this song for for a while. I mean, those who came and visited us on our UK tour will have actually heard the track in pretty much its full form. It had actually changed a little bit since then. But um, since X Factor uh, locks you into various contracts, which actually, you know, to be fair to them, isn't that bad. We've only had to wait, you know, three, three months. months or so yeah. since the end of the show um, to be able to release this song. Uh, so actually, we didn't waste any time at all. Technically, the 8th of March was the first available moment. And you can't really release music until Fridays anyway, because that's when new music comes out. So 9th of March it is and has been. And we hope that you guys are still listening to it and enjoying it. Yeah, we love it. Uh, I think it's just nice for us that it signals the start of our kind of original music journey. We've got other songs already, you know, that we're writing, that are in production, that we're thinking about music videos and stuff for. So we're just very excited that finally there's... Well, Spotify is an exciting one, like just to have Mm. music on streaming services. Because as much as we've always been able to say to people, like, oh, go to YouTube, you know... No one listens really to music like on their commute or just in the day to day on YouTube. For sure, you want to be on a playlist, and you know this could be on their phone, like downloaded on it's their playlist and stuff. Like, you know, in the commute in the morning, I just think it feels so much more real now. Actually, seeing it on Spotify, and I have this thing as well where you know um, Jack Jack will vouch for this that I kind of listen to things and I love it for a period of time, and then I, and then I hate it like nothing else. But as in, you're like. A 10 out of 10, I'm obsessed with this thing, I love it so, so much, I'm so buzzing, will Facebook message me all the time, like, I'm, this is just the most phenomenal thing I've ever done or seen or heard. And then it could literally be a day later or even sooner and you go, that this, I'm really not interested anymore, I hate it. Yeah, and I have to admit, it got to that <laughs> stage from the start. Um, to be fair to, to myself, you know, I had to spend a lot of time listening to that song because of editing it and, and whatnot. Um, but now seeing it back out and officially out on Spotify, I'm suddenly like, I know. damn, this That's is a, a song. <laughs> let's go. Um, yeah, we're let's go. Let's go. Which is in the song. Which, which is in the song. All of you should have heard at this point. I would hope so. I, I, I'd hope that if you're a big enough fan to listen to us mumble and bamble on about yeah, bits and bobs, then hopefully you have heard the song. But just in case you haven't, for the last time, from the start, is now out and available on all spritz. Ooh, on, streaming on all streaming, streaming platforms. Platforms. You f- bet your flat <laughs> bottom. <laughs> okay. So, what are we going to talk about today, Jack? Well, in kind of keeping with hopefully where the song and and our musical career um, with originals is going to take us, and linking to last week, we wanted to talk about what we wanted to be, maybe when we were younger, career-wise, and then hopefully you know from now. What, how that's changed and, and where we want to be going forward. So it's quite fitting, really, isn't it? From isn't it? the start. From the start. So let's go what back did you to, want to the be? start. Well, oh, that's the title of the podcast. That is the title. From the start. It's genius. It, honestly, <laughs> it's, it's one of the just... cleverest things I've said today. Yeah, absolutely. And you've said many things many already. Many clever today. things within the last hour, yeah. Um, 
So, well, for, for me, actually, I, I've had the various rounds of what I wanted to be when I grew up. Um, the, probably the earliest recollection was um, maybe when I was about four, I was a gymnast. And I think I was. you wanted you to be a gymnast, or you were. Well, I was a. Gy- I don't even. And then you went to gym classes and stuff. Oh, not only did I go to gym classes, but they they wanted to streamline me for Olympics at the age Stop. of four. I'm um, joke you not. If you want to be an Olympian, you have to. Oh yeah. You have to start at about four. So I was um, part of this gym class, and I could you know forward roll and stuff <laughs> before other kids. I could. don't think I can. You know. Still, I, it's oh, one of those of things I think because I didn't properly somersault. Oh, is, that what, is that what it is as well? Somersault. I don't mean a flip. No, no, no. I just yeah. mean on the floor. It just scares me putting my head down and locking it under my You're chest. Joking, really? As in maybe I would probably what? be able to do it, but it worries me. A bit. <laughs> well, after you know what, at some point in this um, podcast, we're going to pause it for you. I'm going to oh. make sure Jack does a forward roll and report back. No, because I'll flatten my to hair. He can I couldn't do. possibly. Oh, he'll he'll flatten his hair. <laughs> um, so we'll get back to you on that one. But um, yeah, I was four years old able to do forward rolls before the other kids and that warranted the fact that I could potentially be in the Olympics. <laughs> so you Correct. you know get streamlined for a class of, uh, like that. Um, so I, I obviously loved it but my, my dad um, thought, you know what, it's a little early to fast track John into one career mode. So it's a big decision. It's a big yeah. decision. So we didn't go for that in the end. So that was my earliest recollection of what I wanted wow. to be. Were I you still alternate um, on, okay. on these? Yeah. Were you still a bit chubby? At that point, <laughs> Jack is obsessed <laughs> with the fact that he thinks that I was a fat kid. You, which I was not little... that it matters. I mean, be as Jack. fat or thin or whatever as you want. But there are photos of Joel when he was about 13, 14 with these chubby little cheeks, and he just claims that that was not the case. I had chubby cheeks. <laughs> I had chubby cheeks. <laughs> we'll leave it. At I that. know your mum's going to kill me for that. Um, I'm trying to think what I wanted to be. My my mum was a nurse and there are photos of me wearing her nurse outfit but I think that was more me just enjoying dressing up than actually wanting to be a nurse I don't really remember what what job I wanted to be um my first word was tractor but I don't think I wanted to be a farmer your first word was tractor yeah twactor apparently at the time I'd point out the window twactor twactor no it was that's a load of rubbish okay well you didn't you can tell that you didn't just look at a no I didn't come up with the word you know what (laughs) I didn't say you know what because they weren't my first words as in I didn't invent the word but that was you said mum and dad before you not according to my mum you you didn't (laughs) You, you repeat back the words that you've heard the most. Right, and obviously there are a lot of fields. <laughs> I'm calling absolute rubbish on okay, that one. Well, I'll take it up with your you parents. You can talk to my mum next week. Um, so you don't really have recollections of what you wanted to be as a child? I don't think so. I mean, I know from a very early age I really enjoyed geography at school, which obviously I ended up doing at uni. Um, and I flitted between... Wanting to, I did a law course, a medicine course, and was very interested in dentistry as well. But this is all kind of 16 to 18 year olds. Yeah, I don't like think there was. Ambition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were, I mean, because I didn't sing when I was younger, because I was tone deaf until, you know, I was just not a good singer for a while. That there was definitely not entertaining, although I was obviously incredibly funny. <laughs> Cue laughter. Um, I don't know. I think it's quite boring. I'll have to ask my mum and update on episode five, but... Wow. I know. It's sad, one to, one it? to get back to. Well, I've got a, a list of them I'm that sure. rattled off. Actually, there aren't too many. I suppose um, the next one was probably footballer, 
which um, yawn every single which every straight straight in the world wanted to be. Um, I did like my football. I liked my sports, um, but alas, I didn't end up growing for many years afterwards. Uh, so I kind of fell out. Was it because you were short? I was really short at school. But then does that mean you're a rubbish footballer? Well, actually, football, high. no, wasn't a thing. And, and I only became relatively short from about year eight to year 11. And then I caught up right. again. So those were my poor sporting years. But, Which um, is kind of peak when you would be it, into it sport at school. That's it was annoying. really upsetting because I was in the basketball A team. And then I oh, had and to if you're a midget get in basketball, dropped, yeah. So, so that was no good. Um, but, but sport, you know, football was one of them. And then, you know... I think music existed, but then it was law from a long, for a long time. Really? Yeah, and as a young kid as well. It was because my um, a family member of mine, a cousin, is um, Lord Brian Leveson, which is an interesting fact um, for those who followed along the Leveson inquiry. And I used to go to his for brunch and he used to you know, show me law books and stuff. And for some reason, I found it absolutely fascinating. Well, it is. I think so. But I'm yeah. surprised at you because you're such a kind of mathematical mind yeah I I wasn't always well I I always liked maths but I also had the English facets but it was just the various teachers that consecutively ruined it for me but we've gone in reverse there because at my peak my best subject until I was about 15 was maths and then I just fell out of love with it and Mm. moved more to the humanities side swaps swaps anyway so that's kind of our dreams when we were younger yeah I would say at least for the last few years, our dream has been to be full-time entertainers, musicians. Absolutely. You know, and obviously we are kind of living that dream at the moment, which is, we're just so lucky for. So what do you think is the goal? I don't know, I wouldn't put a time limit on it, but just kind of long-term. I, I know, f- I can speak for you that a big one you always say is play, playing at festivals. Yeah. Is a massive one I because you were a big festival that. head when you were a kid. Absolutely. Isn't it just, doesn't it sound so dreamy to be, you know, chilling at the festival with everyone enjoying it, but then like being, you know, I hey, just popped the pyramid stage. It's my <laughs> slot now, you know, I'm going to go on stage and yeah. like, just, you know, enjoy that environment, but like make everyone there have a good time the same totally. way that I had artists that I totally. um, adored, you know, perform, perform for me. And now that we've got original music out as well, people singing about the lyrics. Like oh, it's I can't one wait. thing Because the closest we've been before is when we sing our version of like new rules or mashups that we've done and people know when the mashup's going to come so they've obviously listened to our version of it. But it's ten times different when it's songs that you've written. Like when we performed at a school recently and they'd never even heard from the start before because we played it for the first time there and by the end of the song they were kind of making up choreo and singing along the lyrics and stuff. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. It was the most special feeling, and that hopefully that can happen more often at gigs now. Absolutely, I can't wait to you know get the mic and um, you know push it to, <laughs> to the, put it to the crowd. You know, have them all sing it um, for a chorus or whatever. Yeah. But I think I think it will happen at some stage now. I hope so. Um, what about you then for, for aspirations of where we might end up in our music career? In our music career. Yeah, I think you know. Because where, where do you see Jack and Joel going yeah. to? Hopefully you're not planning to ditches after this thing. No, (laughs) no, not until we've done well enough that I can go on my own. Um, No, I think, well, I only say music career just because I think we both know that we're very open to lots of opportunities, be that, you know, presenting or, I mean, less acting, but you know what I mean, just in general entertaining. I think music-wise, I'm not particularly, I'm not one of these people in my head that's like, oh, I'm not successful until I've won this award or I've had a number one. I just think being able... I think we're in the perfect position at the moment in that we're making a living 
doing absolutely what we love. Like we've been so lucky that straight out of uni, we were lucky enough to travel for a while and then, you know, we within a week of being back, we did a mashup video of all the number ones of 2016, which came out January 2017, um, ended up going viral on various platforms, got shared by Capital, you know, we picked up a live agent and got loads of bookings. And so since then, which has been what, a year and two or three months, we've been doing this full time professionally, which is, is crazy. Like we're so, yeah. so lucky. So I think for me, if we can stay at the level we're at and then, I don't know, maybe every three to six months go, oh wow, we're at a better level than we were three to six months ago. That's kind of all I ask for. Definitely. Because we, and genuinely as well, it's not one of these things where it's just a cliche. I'm so happy with where we're at. And if we just keep kind of not plodding along, like we're working hard. And I think my reward for that is people enjoying our music, coming to our gigs, watching our videos, you know, commenting on stuff. And it doesn't always have to be positive. We're very, obviously both of us are very open to constructive criticism, but the fact that people are engaged enough to bother telling us their opinion on what we produce and the fact that they're commenting on something we have produced Mm -hmm. ourselves is mind blowing. So I think obviously, you know, festivals and hopefully getting a song in the charts at some point, I think releasing a full actual album will be really momentous for us. For sure. Um, But just, just in general, like, being able to be one of the lucky ones who is a singer, a performer, and, you know, quite often, even people we've spoken to recently, musicians, are like, oh, what's your muggle job? As in, you know, what do you do? Because obviously music's your passion. And it feels amazing to be able to say, this is our job job. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's unbelievable, really. I think, yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think as long as we... Well, not even necessarily as long as we, but it'd be nice to know that we keep hitting accolades in every, you know, however amount, much time it is. And actually the rate that we're doing it at the moment seems really fast because, you know, we were lucky with the viral hits that we had in our, Mm -hmm. you know, first year out. And obviously then we had X Factor. So right now it's, you know, it's almost hard to to imagine being able to live up to some of the accolades that we've already had. But as long as we keep making movements, I'm happy. I think there is nothing that gives me more enjoyment than just actually making things and bringing things that didn't exist in the world to life for yeah. people, other people's pleasure. Um, and my own as well, you know, I think we both feel that like we loved making, you know, the songs that we've made so far and the process of that and just enjoying bringing something to life is a really incredible feeling. Um, so I think as long as that continues, I will very much be happy. Agreed. I think also it feels amazing to be part of our own creative process. Um, You know, for a while I thought I couldn't possibly, you know, I'm not a songwriter, that's not my thing. And then suddenly when you kind of just said, well, obviously you are, we just need to write. You know, it's just one of those things you need to get over that hurdle, obviously, because you play instruments as well. It kind of lends itself more, but I think having you to work with and pulling me out of that, like obviously get over it, just you will manage and therefore feeling that we've made a product that is entirely our own is amazing. Yeah. I love that. And that has been, you know, quite a recent development. So what would we give as advice? I think it'd be lovely to have some advice for, for you know, maybe the younger listeners listening, yeah. but maybe, you know, anyone who's, who's getting involved with these podcasts, you know, what have we learned from our journey thus far? And how would we, how would we talk to our 16 year old selves? Um, I would say there've been various points and our, particularly our YouTube journey, where we could have grown a lot more had we been more consistent. 
Yeah. So I would say a huge thing is consistency, which we're still struggling with. You know, we've been releasing weekly videos and weekly podcasts recently, and hopefully that will reap dividends and we're going to continue doing that. But if we'd have been doing that since the moment that we started performing together, then who knows how much bigger the channels could be. Um, and I also think as someone who, I mean, I've played piano and guitar to grade two, but I don't play instruments. As someone who doesn't, I would recommend the best time to start is now. Um, definitely, you know, think about playing an instrument because it really does help with stuff like this. It put me off songwriting for a long time because, you know, Joel was sitting there kind of strumming on his guitar when we were traveling and I just thought, well, how do I get involved with that? Because it's not something that works with me. And obviously I'm lucky that I have Joel so that I can do that. But I think, you know, it becomes second nature if you can just be kind of playing along yourself and then write to that kind of thing. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I think that also it's all about hard work at the end of the day and and there's no way around that and we always make excuses to ourselves as you know yeah. Jack and I have done throughout the process as well we are all only human but at the end of the day it's the hard work that gets rewarded yeah. so and it's also the fact that you know there are there are slumps in any career you know we we've obviously not made it made it yet for without a doubt but you know we've ha we've seen some successes and what maybe the public don't see is all the failures that we've you know mm -hmm. hit as well um, it can be quite devastating, for example, um, at the very start, our first YouTube video was Bang Bang. And we were very lucky because it rode off part of the success of Out of the Blue, the acapella group that we were in, yeah. and the viral hits that they had had. So that video managed to get, you know, over 100,000 hits fairly quickly. And for about six months afterwards, we were releasing video after video, and we were never achieving the same hits as our very first video. Mm -hmm. And every time that was, you know, that would hurt us. We we thought that we were, you know, we peaked on our first video, which is difficult. But equally, Beyonce's biggest single was Crazy in Love, which is her debut. So, mm. how must she feel, guys? How, how, I, I bet don't think Beyonce she's crying is about devastated. So I think we're all right. I think we're all right too. So I think we'll leave it on on that note with a little advice for the the viewers at home. Um, and I hope you're still enjoying this series. And please do find a way of contacting us, letting us know what you want to hear more of, what you want to hear less of. Uh, <laughs> <Me>. Jack, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but thank you for the support. Seriously, you know the feedback we've had on the single already is amazing, and we don't expect it to particularly go anywhere outside our listening circles at the moment but the point is that we're so happy to have the music out there and and that you know you guys can listen to it so it means the world that you're bothered about it so thank you so much and we'll see you next week see you next week